Gotham City is a cesspool of evil and corruption. For two years, the caped crusader has been trying to clean it up, but to no avail. The situation has deteriorated further. Promises of renewal and change have fallen on deaf ears, and now a madman is on the loose. The Riddler, Paul Dano, has begun wreaking havoc, killing those who purported to be good, decent and fair, but were anything but. The first victim is the mayor. More will follow. Top city officials are disposed of in nefarious ways. Early on, the Batman comes face to face with a dexterous young woman who has her own agenda. Selena Kyle, aka Batwoman, like Bruce Wayne, the Batman, has a distressing backstory. But Catwoman is looking for vengeance in a way the Batman is not, a path that would see her cross over to the dark side. Mind you, the Batman also has his moments. The Riddler's reign of terror starts on Halloween, and his cryptic clues lead the Batman on an ugly trail of death and destruction. On his side is a senior policeman, Lieutenant James Gordon, Geoffrey Wright. Among those standing in their way is nightclub owner the Penguin, a facially scarred, unrecognisable Colin Farrell. Another criminal mastermind with connections to Catwoman is Carmine Falcone, John Turturro. He knew and also had an association with Bruce Wayne's father, Thomas. Andy Serkis portrays the Batman's dutiful protector and confidant, Alfred, who worked for Thomas Wayne. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Dark, cold and humourless, the Batman has a hard edge. It's not the first time we've seen this approach to movie making involving The Dark Knight. Several actors, including Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck and now Robert Pattinson, have donned the cape on the big screen. Likewise, Zoe Kravitz follows in the footsteps of Anne Hathaway, Halle Berry, Michelle Pfeiffer and Lee Merriweather. The lack of emotion other than anger displayed by Pattinson may be his trademark in The Batman, but that started to wear thin after a while. Kravitz has a feistiness that suits the role. There's a pompousness about the representation of the Penguin. The Riddler has an appropriate deranged quality. I found the story reasonably compelling for the first two-thirds, before I felt the film lost its way and became well, in short, ridiculous and unnecessarily inflated. It didn't need an all but three-hour running time. The script could readily have been tightened without losing any vital plot elements. In fact, I'd argue doing so would have resulted in a better movie. Among the highlights is a car chase involving the Batman and the Penguin and the appearance of another motor vehicle at a significant public event. The production values are strong, Grunge and the seething underbelly of the city are well captured. In writer, director and producer Matt Reeves' Gotham City, fear is a tool. He wrote it with Peter Craig, who was responsible for the movie The Town. I simply wish that Reeve had wielded a less-is-more approach. The Batman has several impressive moments of high tension and drama, but it's also overindulgent and bogged down with platitudes and excessive exposition. It scores a 7 
out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.